0: This is Stephanie Hansen, and you're listening to the Makers of Minnesota podcast, where we talk to cool people doing cool things. And I'm really excited to talk today with Leah Trelovin. She is the founder of Sweet Haven Tonics, and they are craft cocktail concentrates, which are kind of a new thing in my world. And Leah, I loved on your site that you said you are uh, coining yourself the founder of the 30 Second Cocktail.
1: Everybody wants a delicious drink. But when people think craft cocktail, they think, oh, that's not something I could do or that's going to take too long. I want to start relaxing immediately. And so if I'm going to have to putz around in the kitchen, no, thanks. So 30 seconds is attractive for the people who want to have a nice drink at home. And it's really attractive for restaurants and events and bartenders where you think it really matters how quickly you can make the drinks for your guests. It's a, a big deal behind the bar.
0: So did, okay. So craft cocktail concentrate, did you coin that term or is that something that other people are doing? And how did you hear about it? Were you a bartender?
1: Uh, no, I wasn't a bartender. So the, the term craft cocktail concentrate, um, I had initially called them tonics and then there was a little confusion because there's a well-known tonic in the cocktail space. (laughs) And so as we're evolving the brand, we got rid of the word tonic. The feedback was that it was confusing and people assumed that there was quinine in it because of the name. Right. So tonic in my mind, when I started it, what Sweet Haven tonics is, is kind of a general term for something that makes you feel good. So whether you mix these with with alcohol or not, having a lovely drink in a moment of mindfulness or to decompress makes you feel good.
0: I'm going to tell people these flavors because I think that helps to express what these are because we have pineapple, turmeric, and jalapeno, lemon, basil, and lavender, spiced cherry, orange, ginger, lime, and peppercorn, and grapefruit, mint, and rosemary are the samples that I had. They're, They're kind of like if you would use like bitters to flavor a cocktail almost. Like there's that feeling of the concentrate, and then you can either have it with various types of liquor, or you can add soda water, you can add different flavors mm-hmm. to it if you wanted, or different juices. Mm-hmm. They're super versatile. How did you come up with these?
1: Well, I was gifted a shrub concentrate a while back, and I love shrubs. Yeah. I love vinegar. And so I was a seventh grade teacher last year. And so I was home teaching from home. And I was like, I, I love this. I'm going to this. I want this to be in everything I drink forever. And so I made them for myself and I made them for my family and God bless my family. Cause they were like, Hmm, these are okay. (laughs) I was like,
0: they didn't love the vinegariness, huh? It was
1: too much. And so then the feedback was let's add some simple syrup to it. Let's give the people what they want. And so then I was like, this is great. I'm going to have my extracts or shrubs. And then I'm going to have this line of simple syrups. People are going to get to be Bart. Like they get to be the mixologist and they're so versatile because you can mix and match. It'll be fun. And the feedback was like, no, that's not fun. Yeah,
0: they didn't want to do it.
1: (laughs) I'm not interested. So one of my first clients was Sleepy Eye Brewing Company. And I was so bold and so excited about this idea. I brought my little bag of samples in and so I was mixing them for them. And I said, if you take this lime one and mix it with this ginger, it's like a Moscow mule. And they said, we'd buy that. So now they, and that was like the aha moment. I want these to be an all-in-one product, super simple cocktail out of the bottle, Um, but they get to be really versatile. So if you want flavor forward, add more. If you want it to be spirits forward, add less. Um, And so at the brewery, they add them to their hard seltzers. I love it. Because it's it's a blank slate and the product has all the flavor that you need to make it a really complex drink on its own. And the seltzer isn't adding anything. Um, And so they've, they've been loving them. So it's a great way. I said, your beer is so good, but I hate to tell you your seltzers are bad. Yeah, a lot of seltzers seltzers are bad. bad. And it's because brewers love beer. And they make hard seltzers often for folks who don't love beer to satisfy that kind of other market. And so I've had a number of breweries now that approach me and say, like, we would love to use these because we can use them to create a cocktail experience in our brewery.
0: And so your, is your path to market here, both, it seems like you've opened up a lot of different possibilities because it's not only the home drinker, but it's Mm -hmm. also happening in breweries and retail. You're exploring restaurants. It sounds like too, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know who Dan Oski is from Tattersall, but originally he got into this business of making spirits through, I think like making elixirs and through Joya and through making craft mm-hmm. cocktails. And then that kind of opened the door for him. And certainly Earl Giles, I don't know if you've met Jesse Held, but if not, you should.
1: I love all the connections that I'm learning about and the people who love the same things I do.
0: What I love about you is kind of that you're fresh and you're not super in this industry because you're just meeting all these so people.
1: fresh in that way. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like I met you through Heather Manley uh, from Crooked Water Spirit. So you must have a lot of chutzpah. How did you get here?
1: Well, in my family, happy hour is a tradition. We get together. And so I've always kind of been a lover of cocktails and a lover of delicious things. (laughs) And so when I was home um, last year, I was teaching seventh grade and I was home and I thought this is a great way to create this experience for my family. And I had always been the one making the cocktails in the kitchen and then I deliver them. And I was like missing out on the moment. You're missing out on happy hour because I was always refilling drinks. Sure. And I wanted to participate and I wanted it to be easy and all done for me. So um, happy hour has always been something that has been important to me and my family. It's like our little version of mindfulness where we all get to sit down and take a moment together I've never
0: heard anyone else besides me and my friends really talk about that because like I'm writing a cookbook right now and I wrote a little piece in the cookbook about that six o'clock, like every day at six o'clock, my mother-in-law sits down and has a drink. And my husband, coincidentally, six o'clock, that's what he does. And his Mm -hmm. friend Miles at six o'clock. So, you know, during the pandemic, six o'clock became like six o'clock, then seven o'clock, then eight o'clock. So what I've actually really appreciated about your product is also the non-alcoholic nature of how I can feel like I'm having that same experience, but without the alcohol.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's so versatile in that way. And it's so complete. I have a lot of people who don't drink in my life. And my husband, he'll have like one drink on the weekend, but he, he, he'll say, my favorite thing is delicious drinks whether it's a great coffee or a cocktail, like yep. I want something delicious, but I don't want to, he doesn't like to drink during the week. And so these are fantastic in that he can have that craft cocktail experience and something you can sip on and savor. Um, the vinegar in the product actually creates a weight on your palate that mimics alcohol, that same sippability that you're really, that other mocktails or, you know, things that are in this often just leave kind of a cloyingly sweet flavor and this is more refreshing and bright and vibrant.
0: So you, you're, you take during the pandemic, you're, you know, off school and you're experimenting with this. Are you back at school now or are you into this full time?
1: Um, I'm into this full time and so is my husband. So he was working in tech in our school district and I was teaching and, um, So I started giving them as gifts in December and by March I had my whole, my manufacturing license and by April I had put in my resignation.
0: Okay. So you're fairly new in terms of this. I'm going to ask you some like kind of personal questions because you and your husband took the plunge together. (laughs) Yeah. Does it feel stressful from a money standpoint?
1: So silver lining of being a public school teacher is that's not a difficult wage to
0: replace. (laughs) Good point. Yeah. I never thought about it.
1: So, um, that was not hard to, to replace that, that salary. And we were looking at hiring someone, it was just me full time for a while. Um, and my, we're going to hire someone, you know, 20 bucks an hour. And my husband's like, I'll take that job.
0: Yeah. That's (laughs) kind of how my husband and I started working together too.
1: Yeah. So, you know, the the plunge was, I don't know, people say it's real scary, but for us, maybe it's just uh, felt really natural and the growth was there. And so we decided, let's do this. If we, if we're going to do it, let's do it. And our worst case scenario was when I left teaching, I love teaching. I love teaching. And, but my attention was split. And so I always said, if I am a teacher and my mind of my heart isn't in the classroom completely. I need to take a step away. So that's what I did. And so worst case scenario, we're like, we'll go back to the jobs we love. Sure. <laughs> we're exactly. Thing. Um, and it's just been, it's been awesome. I, I love learning, which sounds so nerdy from a past teacher. How do you I delineate?
0: Learn, how do you I delineate the roles like of what you do versus what he does?
1: Uh, that was not difficult for us. So he came from, he did all the social media for our school district. So he is all about, he's more in the marketing digital. He takes care of barcodes and UPCs and the back end of our website and online orders. Uh, and I do more product development and making of the actual product. And then we uh-huh. kind of share, share the manufacturing part of it as far as bottling and labeling th- and things like that. Who does sales? I do. Tell me about that. Is it hard? I love connecting with people. That's my favorite part is when I get to sit down with someone and show them how this could benefit them. So it's easy for me because I love the product. Um, But we did just get uh, set up with a distributor in the Twin Cities. AM Craft Spirits is our distributor. And so that's exciting because... As much as I love to sell, um, going to each individual place when we're based in southern Minnesota, um, to get in one door in the metro is three trips. Yep. You have to introduce yourself. You need to set up a meeting. You need to, you know, get the product there. And so the amount of time that went into that was something that we didn't have. So I love to sell in the, in the way of making connections with people.
0: Right, right. And when you think about like your sales channels, we talked about liquor stores. We talked about, you know, obviously gift stores is an option. Mm-hmm. Um, and you talked about breweries. Like, how do you decide what channel you want to focus on?
1: We started really small. So we started with the idea that in every town, we're going to have um, a small number of boutiques and a small number of restaurants, and people will try it in the restaurant and then refer people over to the locally owned boutiques and liquor stores to make sales there. So I loved making the connection between locally owned restaurants and bars and then locally owned businesses. And in that way, kind of they support each other right, uh, and, and refer business from one to the other. Um, and then it started to expand. And so now because the market is bigger, we're, we have a few in each city, but definitely try to diversify where we're in.
0: What's your number one seller?
1: Right now it's the spiced cherry and orange because it has all like the winter flavors that people crave. It's got nutmeg, star anise, cinnamon, clove, um, and then tart red cherries and sweet dark cherries and lots of orange. So, and it makes a fantastic old fashioned in 30 seconds.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I first got turned on to your products by Heather Manley at Crooked Water Spirits. And like, she's no, how do I describe this experience with her? If she tells me that your product's good, I know they're good because I feel like she has a sophisticated palate. She's also Mm -hmm. a cook. So I feel like she comes at it from a multi-flavor perspective And she was so high on these. She was like, you've got to meet her. So that's a great contact to have.
1: Absolutely. And she's been a wonderful mentor in the space for me. Like you said, I am a nice wave. I like that idea. I'm fresh in the space. Fresh. I'm very very fresh in the space. And she has been a wonderful mentor and a connector for me to people like you. And that's been really wonderful. So her feedback really, really meant a lot.
0: Yeah. So where can people find these products right now?
1: Right now, if we have an online store, so you can order online and you get free shipping, I think after $65 or something, you can order online really easily. If you go on our website, there's a find us page that lists our current locations. And that, that list is going to be growing as we just delivered our first pallet to our distributor in the city. So we're excited to see it expand into the cities right now. We're in Stillwater. We're in New Ulm, Mankato, St. Peter, Hutchinson, kind of southern Minnesota area. Albert Lee and Owatonna. Sleepy eye. So southern Minnesota now, but keep your eye out in in liquor stores and boutiques and restaurants to...
0: It's a great product. I really enjoyed it. I've loved talking to you. I hope I'm trying to, They've. I'm working on these dinners with the Lexington and they've asked me to do some dinners next year. So I'm thinking about kind of leaning more into some of the cocktail spaces with them. So I'd love to bring you back and perhaps feature them. So stay tuned. Yeah. And I think this is a great product for um, holiday because I think it's great for people to, have a lot of options for their guests, but only have like a few things. So if you want to have a old-fashioned, um, old you've got that. But if you've got someone that isn't drinking, you can make them something else. So I really like it for holiday too.
1: Mix it with vodka and make a cozy Cosmo. They're so versatile in how they taste differently with different spirits. And we just are releasing some uh, gift sets for Christmas. So nice. Spirit based. So um, I guess they're based around a spirit. So we have a bourbon connoisseur set and a tequila aficionado set, gin and vodka. And each set has three small sampler bottles and some recipes so that you can try three different flavors with your favorite spirit. And each set makes six craft cocktails.
0: So smart. It's Sweet Haven Tonics. And thanks for being our guest today on the Makers of Minnesota, Leah. I'm excited for you.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolutely. We'll talk soon.
1: Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.